to Her Own Money Mind, a money mindset podcast to help you increase your income and money mindset. We are your hosts, Amber and Gemma, two millennial mums breaking the stigma and choosing to empower women everywhere through their journey to financial freedom. Hi Gemma, how are you? Hi Amber, I'm amazing. How are you? I'm good. I'm so excited for this conversation. I feel like I say that every single time, but it's just the passion for us behind this project. Yes, I know. We're like oh, I'm so excited and we can't wait and every episode's amazing. It's just like, because we could just speak about this for so long. And this is really like heart led in terms of everything we talk about is experiences and things that we have been through or impacts that we have made. So as you hear it in our voices, you can tell we're just excited to bring this content to you. <laughs> oh, we're so excited. You brought up the most phenomenal topic that I think we need to unpack a little bit further around the importance of the people around you and what can happen in those early stages of entrepreneurship. Yeah, this is, I think this is one of the biggest challenges that come up when you venture from a nine to five or the traditional pathway, right? I know for both of us, we experienced this early on in our journeys and our entrepreneurial journeys, because you're going against the grain. Think about it. When you're stepping into the entrepreneurial world, most people are, are too afraid to do it. Most people don't understand it. Most people are also seeing you change. So they're not going to like that, or they're going to want to give you their opinion on the matter. And a lot of the time it comes from family. And you've also got to understand they don't have the same vision as you. They can't see the bigger picture necessarily like you can. So it's really, really, really important that in the beginning phase of the transition, you hold on to that vision and dream like never before and you have to put those blinkers on and you have to just like look straight and try and let it like run off your back like a duck's back right like let that water run off don't take it personally don't don't bear away stay the course get in a community ASAP on people who are doing the same thing that you want to do who are feeding positivity into your life and don't think that you're crazy for venturing out, right? Oh, I love that. Did you want to quickly run us through, because I know the story, but just around when you first started, how you're a hairdresser, you started a salon, and then what happened from there? Yeah, so I'm a hairdresser, did that for many years, managed a salon, was going to buy that salon, but things just never happened or buy into it. I kind of was getting like false hope. Is it going to happen? Is it not? had my kids. And that was really the turning point in my life. I need to earn more money, but I don't want to go back and work full time. What do I do? Like I was at that real crossroads. So it started off with, okay, I'll open my own salon. It's just a small salon, but I could work the hours around my kid's life. And instantly I could go to part-time, but earn a full-time income. So that was great, right? Instantly I could work half the amount of time but earn a full-time living like I was. So that was a great bonus. And that was, I feel like the first big unlocking. It was spending money in that project. And instantly I got the rewards of seeing that come to life. But as I was doing this, I started listening to books and I started getting in proximity with other people. And that's where things really started to escalate. I started getting put and hearing this terminology of, okay, you've got to try and learn to not 
trade your time for money and how do you earn passive income so all of a sudden I was like whoa this whole new world got exposed to me that I didn't even know about so instantly me owning my own salon was amazing but now I was like oh I need more I don't actually want to be trading my time for money anymore what do I actually want to do and I started this whole thing and people were like Gemma you're crazy what are you doing you've just opened your own salon you're making good money why would you even think of adding another income stream in? Why would you even venture into something else, right? People didn't understand it, mm. but I was entrepreneurial from heart. I remember this is such a funny story as a kid. I would go around, I know this is kind of off topic, but I just want to talk about it because it's funny. I used to go around the neighborhood and pick people's flowers <laughs> and then I would go to the one, two, three dollar shop or just like a, a convenience store and buy like smelly soaps and I'd dry the flowers out and then shave the soaps up in it and package them out and make like my own potpourri and then go back to the neighborhood that I picked the flowers from and sell them back this dried potpourri, right? I feel like ever since I was young, I just had that entrepreneurial drive. I just didn't know how to channel it, right? But I always was creative in my thinking and like, yes, I so need to do this. And so I guess my story backing onto that was why not? Yes, I've started my own salon. Yes, I'm still going to be doing that. I'm not saying I'm closing my doors to my salon tomorrow. But if I've heard a new terminology, if that's triggered my interest, if I can make money without trading my time, why would I not learn it? Why would I not venture out? So stop trying to tell me that that's not a good idea or why would you do that? Like a lot of my family at the time were doing that. But luckily, I'm stubborn. <laughs> luckily, I knew that I can be, do, and have more. So while I had my salon, I started getting in proximity. I started reading more books. I started venturing out. And that's how my journey to, you know, creating an incredible passive income, impacting hundreds of people, launching my own business. That's how all these things happen. I was able to close my salon and fully replace that income plus more, plus create multiple streams of income. That would never, ever, ever have happened if I listened to a small group of people that were actually in my family. None of that would have happened if I said, yeah, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. I was going to go into throwing you off on that story, haven't I? <laughs> I was going to go into the story about how I had a similar experience, but I'm still laughing at the fact that you sold, you sold the flowers back to the people that you picked them from. <laughs> but they were dried and they smelled amazing. And you're so an entrepreneur from They didn't know that, right? <laughs> I just, I love that. You're an entrepreneur from heart. You really are. I was like, oh, Gemma, I can't top that. I think I'm just a high achiever. <laughs> You're but, just, um, you're so creative though, Amber, like yeah. you really have this drive yes. that many people don't have. And I think where your strengths really lie is you are like, I want this result. These are the steps in between. I don't know how to do them, but I'm going to learn them. Yes. But let's unpack that. But this is how I came about. So I woke up one day and New Zealand had the 
vaccine mandates happen and so I was an early childhood teacher at the time and all of my friends are like nurses and teachers and government-based people who couldn't go back to work because they couldn't get the vaccine for like very very valid reasons and I had two people in my life who I was particularly close to who had worked so hard for their qualifications because going back to our previous conversation right you spend three years getting a bachelor of teaching in early childhood yeah three years to get paid not a lot and work really really hard Mm -hmm. and so this particular friend of mine she was a single mum of three children who were Mm -hmm. at the time six four and maybe like 18 months. She was the sole income earner in her household, and she lost her job eight weeks before she qualified. Mm. She'd spent just under three years getting that qualification. And I went home, and the vaccine mandates didn't affect me. But, man, my heart broke. Like, I was almost in tears at the fact that this is what she was going through with her family. So I was sitting there, and I was like, There has to be a way around this. There has to be a way that she can provide for her family if she's stuck at home. So I literally started Googling like ways that you could work from home um, if you were stuck. And like all these real cool ideas popped up. And I was just like kind of laughing, but in awe of like, how do people not know this? So then I thought like, if I didn't know this and if she didn't know this, other people surely want to know this. So I started just like posting random TikToks because people didn't know me on TikTok. (laughs) Yes. And so I posted my first one and it got to like 425,000 views overnight. And that had never happened before. I had never used social media prior to this. Like I was on and off on Instagram, right? Like never happened. Yes. And so that account just literally went wild. Like people were wanting to know and then they're asking all these questions. And so again, I had no idea, completely oblivious to social media. So I thought, (laughs) oh, I'll just answer it. Yeah. (laughs) Turns out, you know, that's called being community driven and that's what you do. You answer people's questions. And so then that account grew from zero to 50,000 in six weeks. Wow. Yeah. And I had this crazy community. But then again, I was sitting there and I was like, I don't know what to do with this. Like I'm a mom of two and I have kids and I'm super busy. If I'm going to be spending, it was like two to three hours a day or maybe like every second or third day on this account. I'm either going to have to make money from it or I'm just going to leave it because that's what I do. I tend to just go, oh, I'm done with that now. That was fun. Yeah. But then I felt like, yeah, like, oh, I'm creative. That's cool. It took a few yeah. months. I'll move okay, on to something project. else. Yeah, <laughs> but I felt like there was something more there. And I'm yeah. like, people need this. And I don't know why, but they do. So I actually had to work backwards. So I had a community and I had this account I had created, but I had no idea what to do with it how to run a business, what I was going to make of it, absolutely nothing. And so, you know, we go back to the conversation about how you're just kind of sitting along the bottom, just hitting the bumps. I learned everything the hard way, mainly off Google or whatever. I think I said in the previous episode, I just tried to Mm. find free content because I didn't know what to do. I knew Google existed and YouTube. Yeah. So I tried that. And then eventually I locked myself into like some memberships and some courses. And that's when everything, like the puzzle pieces just came together. Everything took off and I managed to help these women generate, you know, thousands of dollars from home with a skill they already have. So I'm like, that's so cool. So it kind of came from nowhere. Yeah. But again, it was that total realization of how do people not know this? And how did I not know this? 
Yeah. And it was almost accidental in terms of you just were like, I want to help people. This is crazy. So you started the process and then it went crazy. And then you (laughs) kind of had to like reverse engineer it. So that's the fun thing about the entrepreneurial world is there's no right or wrong way. No. It's just about having that drive, just starting something, throwing it, having a go, playing around, and then just staying the course. Because I'm sure as you were posting your TikToks, you probably had people saying like, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? And even yourself, you may have had moments of especially having that much exposure in such a short space of time, like, whoa this yep. is crazy <laughs> yeah. I didn't even unpack that part but yeah I didn't sleep there were nights where I just didn't sleep because I yeah. didn't <laughs> I didn't know what to do and the numbers <laughs> would just go up I'd never seen 6,000 followers before yes. it would literally go up like every time I would shut my eyes for an hour and open it it would be like plus 99 and have another 5,000 followers added and then on top of that I had no idea what I was doing so people would yes. be like kind of rip you one and then I wouldn't know how to react to that because I'm like yeah I don't know what I'm doing I'm just not sleeping and seeing the numbers go higher yeah and it's kind of cool that both our stories are almost slightly the opposite in terms of you were like I'm just gonna do this because my friend needed help and I'm start this because if she needed help other people are going to need help and boom, like how crazy did that journey just unpack for you and it almost forced you to have to go, okay, wow, so many people need this. And as they were asking you questions, it almost led you to where you are today yes. in terms of getting people started, understanding business. You went through the processes. How do you go digital? How do you earn passive income? And how your belief system probably had to grow tighter and stronger and your vision had to get more clear as that journey started unfolding for you and just holding in that to the point where you were able to retire yourself and not have to go back to work through you following that process, right? Yeah. And then different story for me being I jumped in not knowing what I was going to do or how I was going to get there or even what to do. But I just started, I started surrounding myself with six and seven figure earners. What are they doing? What are they saying? What belief systems do they hold? And proximity is what got me to where I am today, right? And that's why I'm such an advocate for mindset and manifestation because that is literally what has gotten me to where I am today. Like I remember sitting in my car, having just had to borrow money from my in-laws to pay our mortgage, right? Like we went through a real bad financial situation almost right in this beginning phase of me becoming an entrepreneur it was really hard we were struggling to pay our mortgage I had my salon well like all these things but luckily the proximity that I had with people like you just have to believe it you have to in your heart mm. know it's going to happen yeah you have so to true that belief system and you have to be grateful and you have to see it and you have to feel it I remember sitting in my car tearing up being like I'm going to make it. I'm going to replace my income. I'm going to create a different life for me and my family and tearing up knowing that I'm going to do this. Right now, I've just had to borrow money from my in-laws to pay my mortgage, but I know 
Like, I just know that this isn't going to be it for the rest of my life. And tearing up in the gratitude of the knowing it's going to unfold, regardless of what my position was at that point in time. And I don't even think you have touched on this yet, but you've done calls where you've had a thousand people join you. You have done some phenomenal things within your journey of entrepreneurship. Yeah. And and yes. And that's just crazy because I remember when I first started, you guys now know that I'm a hairdresser by trade, right? So my job is physical on the tools with people, tech, Tech is not my strong point, right? (laughs) So when I first jumped into this world and I had to jump on a Zoom call and I had to share my screen into a group and I remember echoing and not knowing what buttons to push and flustered and getting sweaty and um, um, like I don't even know what I was doing. And I was like, how am I going to do this? I remember crying to my husband, Christian, like, oh my goodness, I just mucked up on that call. Like, what am I going to do? This world isn't for me. I should just go back to doing hair. You know, all these limiting triggers yeah. that I had at the time, because this was such a foreign world to me. Yes, it's just but so then, like you say, you know, being part of a community where we had over 50,000 people hosting calls oh. with thousands of people, training and helping hundreds of women it just goes to show it does not matter. It doesn't matter what you have, what skill sets you are lacking. All that matters is you just go. You just make the mistakes. You aren't perfect, but you don't let that stop you. If I had let that one Zoom call of the echoing and the getting flustered and not knowing what to say, and I ended that call and I went, that's it, this isn't for me, none of this would have happened. So it's like just goes to show, don't let your first attempt stop you. Let that motivate you and you just keep digging deeper. And and that's where mindset is so key because you just got to keep on staying focused and you let those quote-unquote hard times be reminder that they're your growing pains they're there for a reason to grow you into the next version of yourself right you can't see success without failure you can't see the good times without the hard times so keeping that in the back of your mind through your journey really helps you get to the next level the amount of times that it was sheer terror for me like completely terrified yeah is phenomenal yes <laughs> because the entire journey is unfamiliar there is nothing about it yes. that makes sense no and so everything you want is on the other side of fear but sometimes yeah. pushing through is where we stop I, I get so passionate talking about this because I think yes. a lot of people paint the entrepreneurial world as oh it's easy and you just jump in and you have overnight success and and it's like that's not it, right? Like maybe there's a very few people that that have that. But like you say, when you do something for the first time, you're going to trigger fear. You're going to trigger all these emotions because you're doing something for the first time. But remembering that as you level up and you're going to be leveling up so many times throughout this journey, yeah. me and you still have this conversation to this very day as we are leveling up all the time you hit these little blocks of oh my goodness we're venturing into this 
what do we do at this phase? Okay, yes. let's just go. And we like have these voice messages to each other, like, Amber, I've encountered this today. Or how am I going to navigate this? Or there, there's no stopping that. But that's what makes this process fun because constantly challenging yourself, you are learning new things about yourself. Yeah. You are just on this journey, this wild roller coaster ride of extreme highs and lows. And it's just so much fun right it is be encouraged that we are 100 percent in this with you you have to enjoy you have to enjoy it right like you have to love it you got to see the good in it you got to overcome the obstacles and I think having community and proximity really is key leaning having that support person that you can lean on and go back and forth with and unpeel and and have somebody like us right Amber we both care we talk about this all the time we carry such opposite skill sets but they almost are like perfect combined and that's why we're like we have to create this podcast because we carry all these amazing things and different strengths and weaknesses so bringing the two together um makes sense yeah it just makes sense and and this is the type of connection we didn't know each other at all right we our paths would never have crossed had we both not decided to jump into the entrepreneurial world, right? We met each other through investing. Yeah. Through investing our money. That's how we came across each other's paths. And like we say, through that, we pivoted and blossomed and created our own pathway through that one skill set. So just goes to show, you know, it doesn't matter where you are at in your life, you you might just have that one person you connect with and all of a sudden, yep. this Everything whole pathway and things just unlock and are meant to be, right? There's yes. certain people who are destined to come into your path who you are meant to impact, who you are meant to guide, who are you are meant to support and help and, and change their lives, right? Like we've completely changed each other's lives because mm. of that one interaction. Yeah, and reaching out, making sure when you find that person – reach out hang on tight yeah let's let's leave this conversation at that yes <laughs> I'm still dying over your story about the flowers and how you I know I have quite a few of those stories person. like it's quite funny I was quite a like entrepreneurial child obviously it wasn't successful I, I didn't have the right mentors at the time but I tried so, so many different things so I can't yeah. wait to tell you more of those oh. but that one I just had to share today because it yeah. was fun <laughs> oh, I loved it okay we'll see you on the next episode okay bye bye, bye.